It is the Wave 97.9 WHAV. And on the line with us right now is State Representative Andy Vargas. And just like Willie Nelson, Andy is on the road again. And Andy, good morning to you. Good morning, Wayne. Great to be here. Well, it's nice to have you uh, here as well. And if I remember correctly, you you drive an electric vehicle. Is that right? I do. I'm driving my Chevy Bolt right now. Got 130 miles to charge, so I should be good. Oh, okay. Now, uh, uh, just a, a quick question because uh, I, I I am seeing more and more of these charging stations around. How long does it take to charge up a car? So my car doesn't have the super fast charging features, so I can only get about. 30 miles uh, on it every hour or so, uh, but if you have a, a fast charging feature on your car, like most come today, uh, you can get about uh, 90 miles in about a half hour. Oh, okay. All right. Well, uh, eventually, it sounds like uh, we'll we'll have more and more electric vehicles on the road, so uh, we'll have to see more and more of those uh, charging stations around. Yeah, that's for sure, and I think, you know, People will start to have those uh, charging uh, stations at home themselves. I mean, few people know that you could actually plug this car in like a like a cell phone. It could literally go into your outlet at home. It would take much large, longer to charge, but when you think about the fact that your car is just sitting at home most of the time, uh, that could be time that it's charging instead of you having to go to the gas station later on. And so it, it really is, has been a great um, ride to, to have. Uh, I've leased it for the past two years, and highly recommend EVs for folks. Okay, that's neat. Yeah, one of my neighbors actually uh, has an electric vehicle, and they have the charging station at home. I never see it plugged in, but uh, but they have it at home anyway. Nice. Hey, well, uh, a couple of things uh, going on. Uh, we have a story in the news today about the uh, the uh, vaccination clinic. They had a, a free one uh, coming up uh, this past uh, weekend, and another one is coming up on Sunday, May twenty third, and and. Uh, What's your take on on the uh, vaccinations? It seems like uh, there are more and more clinics right now, uh, and uh, and uh, hopefully uh, more and more people are are uh, taking those uh, those uh, those shots and uh, getting that number up as far as people who have been vaccinated. That's right. Yeah, you know it's really exciting one because that, uh, a few months ago we were so focused on a just making sure that we were getting enough doses to the city of Haverhill. Uh, and B, making sure that those appointments were being booked by Haverhill residents and not folks um, from outside. Uh, but now we've reached the point where we have uh, more than enough uh, vaccine supply uh, and appointments available. Uh, and now it's just our task is to make sure that the logistics and the vaccine hesitancy is addressed. Um, and, and people have, you know, some reasonable questions around, you know, the vaccine. And it just takes having a, a conversation with some of them uh, to, to ease their qualms. And I think... One, one message for Haverhill residents is that, you know, if you have a family member who has yet to be vaccinated and is hesitant, don't be afraid to have that conversation and play that role with them, uh, to, to be honest and upfront about uh, how you got your vaccine, the, the educational materials that are available. Uh, we all have a role to play in making sure that the city and, and, and our state get vaccinated. Oh, by all means, yeah, I I really believe in that. I, you know, I'm a, I got my shots, and, and I was happy to to get the shots. And in fact, I felt a great sense of relief after I got that second shot. I got the Pfizer vaccine. Nice. Yeah. No, it is a huge sense of relief. I, I hugged my grandmother, and it was one of the greatest feelings I've had in the past couple of years. 
so, you know, don't be afraid to get that shot of hope. It's going to provide hope not only for you, but for your neighbors and our entire community. Hey, uh, talking about family members, uh, we had a, uh, a soundbite from your, your sister uh, earlier this week. She was addressing the Haverhill City School Committee. Yeah, uh, Gabriella is doing great work with the Violence Intervention and Prevention Program, VIP, which uh, addresses many of the mental health and substance abuse and uh, social and uh, emotional challenges that uh, students face in Haverhill Public Schools. And uh, they had a great partnership with Harvard Law, which uh, produced a great presentation for the school committee this past week. And we're really proud of, of all of those students that have done great work and are seeking greater input in the decision-making of our schools. And uh, if I uh, remember correctly, I, I believe that she is also a poet, or she writes poetry, and, and uh, today is the uh, the birthday of Robert Browning, who is an English poet, and, and uh, he, he uh, is very famous for what he wrote. I couldn't tell you what it was, but it, <laughs> this is, is his anniversary on this date in, in uh, 
now it's on to the Senate, and um, we hope that they can get that done in a, in a timely manner and get it to the governor in time so that we can get these resources out to the community. I think the other thing that's important to realize about the budget is that, you know, we're, there, there are many unknowns that we still have. Uh, the fiscal picture right now is actually looking pretty good, uh, but we want to be cautiously optimistic because we don't know how, you know, things are going to look. Um, if there's going to be, hopefully, knock on wood, there isn't a second wave and, um, and, and these vaccines are effective on the variants. Um, so far, there's nothing to indicate that we're going to slip back into uh, the, the level of uh, the pandemic that we had early on. Uh, but we have to be cautiously optimistic and, and fiscally prudent. Uh, and I think we did that in this budget while also leveraging the federal dollars that are coming in. Uh, and it's important for folks to know that the American Rescue Plan passed by Congress and led by Joe Biden is going to provide the city of Haverhill with $30 million uh, on the city side and the schools with a little bit over $20 million as well. Uh, and that's a, that's a lot of money. It's a good chunk of change when you think about a city budget that is around $200 million. So it's a, it's a good time uh, to, to be in public service, a good time to make good things happen for people who need it most, and it's a good time to make sure that our government is working most efficiently and effectively in a time when people need it most. Oh, by all means. All right. Well, Andy, I know that uh, you've got to dodge traffic. Uh, anything else on your mind this morning? No, that's it. Just play your role in helping to get your family and friends vaccinated, folks. We all can do that. Uh, that's what uh, Bill Belichick would say, right? Do your job. Do your job. <laughs> okay. Hey, Andy, thank you again, and we'll get you on before you know it. How's that? All righty, State Representative Andy Vargas, our guest this morning here on The Wave, 97.9 WHAV. Wake up with Wynn Damon weekdays from 6 to 9 a.m. on 97.9 FM WHAV. Catch the wave, WHAV.